Disciple Makers, welcome to the Bright Leaders Podcast. I'm Jenny Smith. This week, our lesson focuses on David and Jonathan from 1 Samuel chapter 20. And our bright idea is God's plan comes first. Saul was still the king of Israel, but God had anointed David to replace him. Saul brought David to live in his house. Saul's son Jonathan and David became best friends and promised to always take care of each other. Saul grew very jealous of David and tried to kill him multiple times. David and Jonathan made a plan to figure out if Saul really intended to harm David. Jonathan helped David escape. Jonathan was a good friend to David, even though that meant he would never be the king himself. Jonathan realized that God's plan was for David to be the next king, and God's plan had to come first. Not only was David the king of Israel, but God promised him that the throne would always belong to his family. One day, one of his descendants would be the forever king who would always be on the throne. That descendant was Jesus. God's perfect plan was to send Jesus to rescue us from our sin. Like Saul, we also sin and miss the mark. The good news is we can all put God's plan first by choosing His way over our own and trusting Him as our Savior. We're forgiven and clean, so through Jesus, we can hit the mark. Our memory verse this month is, Let them praise your great and awesome name. Holy is He. A 2017 survey showed that as many as 20% of elementary kids have a difficult time building friendships. And I would guess that this problem has worsened post-pandemic. At the same time, friendships are crucial for kids' social development and mental health. In today's lesson, kids learn about David and Jonathan and their commitment to God and to each other. You may have kids in your group who struggle with having close friends. You may have kids who choose friendships that aren't healthy. You can help kids begin to define a definition for godly, healthy friendships. You can also help your group be a safe place for kids to develop friendships. Look for opportunities to build community within your group by creating a family-type feel. Utilize the belong experiences to help kids connect with each other and discover similarities. Consider hosting gatherings for your group outside of church. When kids work in partners or groups, help pair them in varying groups so that they have the opportunity to know others. Most of all, help kids understand that great friendships help them grow closer to God. This month, we're talking about reducing behaviors that distract or derail the group. And today, we're talking about getting creative. When it comes to reducing behaviors that are distracting or derailing the group, don't be afraid to try new approaches. For example, if the kids are fidgeting a lot, Try inserting a movement break with a few quick exercises or a game of Simon Says. If kids are regularly interrupting each other while speaking, consider using an item to pass that lets the group know whose turn it is to speak or have a code word such as oops to gently acknowledge the interruption and redirect the conversation. If transitions are hard, try turning it into a game, counting down to see if the group can quickly and quietly prepare for what is next. When we choose to approach redirecting behaviors as an adventure rather than a challenge, we can be creative, are more likely to remain calm, and can remember that the goal is progress rather than perfection. Disciple makers, we know it's never perfect every week, but we thank you that you are committed to the progress and the discipleship of these kids. We're cheering for you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.